everyone, it's the Canon Cruisers, I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And we're here to talk about a film from 1980 called Schizoid. Here's a clip from the trailer. Sick with revenge, twisted with hate. Schizoid. Okay, we're back. So, Randy, can you give us a short plot summary? Okay, everybody, it's uh, it's a horror film starring Klaus Kinski as Peter Fails, a psychiatrist. So the main players in this film are Peter Fails, as played by Klaus Kinski, Julie, the, the main uh, female protagonist, acted out by Mariana Hill, her ex-husband, Craig, uh, Doug, played by Craig Wasson, and the daughter of the uh, psychiatrist. The 1980s quote-unquote classic film, Schizoid, directed by David Paulson. So, uh, first, here's a little clip from the trailer. Uh, All right, Schizoid is a film from 1980. It's a slasher movie, although it's a slasher movie from before the formula really set in. Yeah, I was surprised because Halloween came out before this one, but it's like, it didn't follow the same beats. Halloween was 1978, and this was 1980. And this is before uh, Friday the 13th or even Nightmare on Elm Street, and the slasher genre really took off. So what these types of movies tended to be more like were uh, thrillers, although with a lot of exploitation, obviously, to get people in the seats. If you've seen the trailer, which we included a clip of... And we're going to put it in the, in the comments below so yes. that you're aware. Yes, if you watch the uh, trailer, you'll see. they add. There's a lot of pointless nudity, a lot of... Uh, not even that much violence, honestly. It's kind of tame compared to the sex. Nonetheless, it's a movie about a, a serial killer who's killing patients of a psychiatrist. And nobody can understand why that is. And as the film goes on, we lose suspects, we gain suspects, and we get a reveal of... Well, I don't want to spoil it in case you want to see it, but it's kind of comes out of nowhere. No, we, we, this will get spoiled by the end, so we're warning you that this is there isn't a moratorium on this film. This is, movie is more than 30 years old now. So go see the movie now and come back later if you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So your your thoughts, what's your impressions of the film? What did you think of the film? Did you like it? You, nah. For a slasher film from 1980, it didn't annoy me as much as, like I said, Friday the 13th style stuff because it was kind of more grounded. And I say that in a... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, it's not like a supernatural thing. And I don't mean supernatural like it's a supernatural being. I mean like where the killer has immaculate abilities of being where they shouldn't be at all times. It's literally just a killer killing people. You yeah. see him, he kills somebody, he's gone. That's it. There's no mystique besides it other than... Who it is? I really did not like this movie. It's like it, it's not in like my top ten hate films, but it was pretty bad. What would you say? It's about a two out of five. Maybe it's like I would still say it's a. I would say still say it's a one out of five, but based on my scale, includes a zero. It's like it's it was still pretty bad. There are a couple moments I found funny. Like there's stuff that there is stuff to enjoy in the film, mm-hmm. but the plotting's all over the place. For a movie that, as you keep saying, is like almost like a proto slasher. Mm-hmm. It's more build like a thriller, more of a mystery. The mystery isn't really there. There there are random clues like mm-hmm. that could be, but every character you sit there's like. 
oh my god, it's too obvious it's his the killer. Yeah. No, it can't be Christopher Lloyd in this film because that'd be way too obvious because they mentioned his name in the opening credits. Oh, By yeah. the way, he wasn't the killer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like, mm -hmm. at least it wasn't long, I guess is one of the best things I can say. It was a pretty short movie, honestly. It's, it's like, they're, it's just was, was kind of nonsensical. Uh, well, as he said, it's like, it's there's nothing supernatural about it. It's somebody killing people. Mm -hmm. and For they're a reason all connected we don't know. That we, we don't find out until the end of the movie. Literally last five um, minutes. Also, I just wanted to also point out that place this more in a context. The 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 alternate title for Schizoid was Murder by Mail, mm -hmm. which is referring to a plot point in the film is that the main character Julie is actually one of those old school male like uh, newspaper columnists that mm -hmm. would that would answer your questions and give you advice. Like She's a uh, columnist. Yeah. What what what, what was it? Uh, Doctor June. I, you know who I'm talking about here? Yeah, <laughs> that's a long time ago. Yeah, like yeah. It's like that type of thing. I'm going to go into a little bit more specifics on plot right now. What I what I didn't like is... So you have the killer killing people. Mm -hmm. But the detectives are so far behind us. They find one... They find two bodies out of the, the four... Four or five? I would say that was my problem with the movie too. Is that there was no race stakes because yeah, they never... There was no stakes. They didn't show any of the bodies until it was too late in the film. So, and nobody had any idea this was going on. So it, it, no, Literally no at tension. one point in the movie... The other main character, the the psychiatrist, the philanderer, uh, mm -hmm. Peter Fails, uh, literally goes name. goes. I need to see the dead bodies. All my patients keep on disappearing from my group. Now, I'm doing a very bad accent because he has this very thick, weird accent throughout the Which movie. Which is hard to understand at times. Yes. Yeah. Um. But they find a body. Goes to Jane Doe, and she, Julie, the main character, just kind of goes, "Hey, I recognize that person," and goes. No, she's part of my group. This okay. That was another problem I had, actually. It was that nobody ever claimed any of the bodies. Yeah. It, Not one of them was ever claimed by anybody. Every single one of them was a Jane Doe, which was very confusing and, and very unrealistic and kind of served the plot a bit too well. And the cops, well, they're not bumbling, which was, which was I was kind of impressed that they weren't bumbling. It's just that mm -hmm. they were just kind of there as this set dressing for this underlying, like, uh, not not like a family drama. What's the word I'm looking for here? Like this underlying drama, like this relationship drama that's going mm -hmm. on here, uh, and it, the, the the murders are kind of like ancillary to the actual plot. Which is kind of a shame because I actually thought the uh, the cops were actually acted the best in the movie and probably written the best as characters, and they were very underused. Yeah, it's like there were only a handful of scenes uh, uh, throughout, but like I said, they were very. It was very. It's yeah. like the it's the murder was secondary to it. So. Just to give you a taste of some of the characters we have, well, the main character, the two mains, we have mm -hmm. Julie, who's the, the advice columnist, as I said. You have Peter, mm -hmm. the uh, Eastern European philanderer. Um, philanderer, who's the psychiatrist who's been taking advantage of her yeah. and other ones of his patients in a group, which you think will will add to it later on. Mm -hmm. He is incredibly suspicious throughout the movie. Like, every time they come on, you have these, these horror music, like this psycho-style mm -hmm. music plays, and you're like, okay... This is too obvious. It's and then you have his daughter, obvious, who, yeah. who were introduced to a naked, getting ready to go into the shower, but she's also trying to entice her father? Yeah, she was kind of a bizarre character. And then later on in the movie, it's like, you're underage! No drinking! It's like, okay, this this is... Okay, so they have a messed up. It's like, she's too obvious to be the killer. Mm -hmm. And then all the people that we do see die on screen are people that we're having affairs with this doctor. Yeah, the Doctor's not a very good character. Like I said, that's why the only characters I really hooked into were the cops, because every other character in this is not a good person at all. Not even slightly, but that's kind of a horror movie cliche as it is. 
like the, like I had no investment in this film. It's like it, it, like maybe the plot was a little bit tighter. Maybe there was a little bit more stakes. That's the the one thing I got to hand it I, to the movie actually is because for such a low budget, which was cut apparently, it cost under a million dollars for the time, and the fact that it was filmed and written and directed so very fast, it was actually done competently. It could have been done a lot worse. But Julie's ex husband, who's also her boss or co-worker yeah. at this newspaper, uh, who's been introduced, and he obviously still has feelings for her, mm -hmm. but. But you get these creepy vibes from him. Like every male character in this yeah. film is being is, are being painted as this is the villain, but there's no direct clues. Yes, it's one of those who could the villain possibly be? But the problem with that type of approach is you don't tend to care about any Even of the characters. The victims kind of get painted into light. Like could they be well, up to the point when they're getting mm -hmm. killed? But it's like because they're ch such awful human yeah. beings. Like my first reaction to seeing uh, the first one that died, we don't—I don't even know what her name was. I don't see her listed in the cast listing really quickly off Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. She's so unimportant. The way, so the main way that this killer's been killing people is just stabbing them with a giant pair of scissors, not like clock tower humongous, <laughs> but a pair of like clothing shears, fabric shears. Yeah. Um. So she gets run off the road. We we don't really find anything out in broad her. daylight. In by broad the way. daylight, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, like I said, the, the main problem, though, is even if you're what? looking at this from a slasher film standpoint, and that's perfectly fair to do if you like slasher movies, the problem is it doesn't really succeed on that element because the kills are not very memorable, even for the time the movie came out. The very first group session where you had, uh, well, obviously the doctor, you had Julie, you had Gilbert, uh, played by Christopher Lloyd, mm -hmm. and then you had your other two victims yeah. a married couple rosemary and uh, her husband who whose name I, we never actually are given mm -hmm. and uh the other character whose name is i believe pat who as yep. we as we later find out is a stripper with a master's degree yeah what we see in this scene is they're terrible human <laughs> beings yeah. Oh my god. They they literally sit there and they, they belittle like this one guy. They belittle Gilbert. They belittle uh, Julie's ex-husband. It's like more cases of like, here, hey, we're, here we're leading the leads. And, but you can also see them like mm -hmm. kind of offhandedly trying to flirt with the doctor yeah. who we know has been sleeping with his patients. All right. So They're, let's talk about the resolution. The finale. resolution. Yes. The finale. The killer is Doug. Yeah, her ex-husband. Well, the the killer gets to be revealed at the end of the movie when the whole business with um, Mr. Fails, or I should say Dr. Fails, and, yeah, and his daughter, their conflict comes to a head and she goes to see Julie to threaten her. We don't know exactly what she's going to do, but she threatens to kill her. And her, her ex-husband is there as well, um, Julie's ex-husband. Who has been living at the newspaper this entire time. So just mm -hmm. to, to clarify something else going on here is the cops set up a special line. So in order to entrap the serial killer, mm -hmm. they set up a special, they reply in her advice column to the serial killer yep. with a special number. So I'll stop tapping on the table. It's picking up on the mic. So they set up the special line at, at the office mm -hmm. for the killer to call. Mm -hmm. And call? somebody calls who sounds like John Candy. Yeah. But this is why, so so she's at the office at the end, and mm -hmm. Doug, who's been living there, putting up, uh, who, whose old family business used to be putting up wallpaper, mm -hmm. who's been wallpapering the office for some reason throughout the movie, I kind of missed that point mm -hmm. as to why he was wallpapering the building. But save money. To save money. Oh, yeah, to save money. Mm -hmm. But, so, yeah, so they're there. So 
So then in comes walking Allison. Allison has a gun. So it's like, oh, she's the killer. But no, wait, she doesn't have shears. And then Dr. Fails comes walking in and gets shot at. And mm-hmm. you think, oh, Allison's shooting at her father. Mm-hmm. And then we get a cut back to... Doug. No, no, the cops. <laughs> yeah. And the dumbest thing in the movie where to go, we just got back to report on the on on the murder weapon. It appears that it's a pair of giant shears with some sort of wall paste on it. Then you cut to Doug, who's wearing a white jumpsuit, who was just plastering the walls, yep. and he has the gun and a pair of scissors. You also forgot to mention the random point of uh, Christopher Lloyd's character walking into the building and locking the door behind him, yeah. making him seem very suspicious but you, or very rude. No, it's like uh, it's like it's understandable because it's a work environment mm-hmm. and working in a type of place like that, you're not supposed to leave anything in the door because it's a special lock for a reason. Yes. So he may be coming in to go do his work at night mm-hmm. and going, oh, this isn't supposed to be here like this. Okay, I don't want to be responsible. Mm-hmm. So he takes the box out. That's that's me just... Uh, anyway, just it turns it. out to be Doug at the end. And, and why? And the Doug. problem it turns out to be Doug is because apparently he ended up breaking up their... The doctor ended up breaking up their marriage with his advice. And... She talked about him at their group. Mm-hmm. This terrible, this group of terrible human beings yep. that who belittled him. Yep, and talked about him behind his back. Kind of proved uh, their point right when he killed them, though. But yeah, but it's it's yeah. it's the worst part is this. This wasn't like out of left field. It just no. the whole movie. Uh, the whole movie. I'm like I'm trying to remember what type of shears there. It's like because you commented and said those are really big scissors. I'm like yeah, mm-hmm. there's a specific name for them. They're like clothing shears or yep. part and then you're like yeah it's the type they would use or it's like oh my god really it's like okay so it was there all along yeah it wasn't uh could have been a it could have been far worse reveals than uh, doug honestly yeah so as as the that that old thing goes it's like if you can't if you don't have something nice to say about somebody don't say anything at all well so what <laughs> that's you... a good moral for the movie actually. yeah yeah actually good moral for the movie but also a good segue to our next little thing it's like so, was there any standout, like, good things about the movie that you liked? As I said, I enjoyed the cops. I thought their scenes were very uh, entertaining, and I thought, as characters, they should have had more time to shine. I didn't like how they were intentionally dumbed down by having them not find uh, murder victims for almost half the movie. For me, um, I'm, I actually like, I kind of like the casting, because they looked like mm-hmm. real people. It didn't take you out of it. it didn't go, you didn't go... Oh my god, they're so pretty. Oh my god, they're so perfect. Like a modern yeah. uh, movie or TV show might be where like there are people with a paunch. There were people with like like terribly done makeup. But they, they like were still they, they looked like normal people you might see on the street and go, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's kind of attractive. Yeah. It's like I don't know what she sees in him. And Christopher Lloyd was pretty good too. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd played Christopher Lloyd being creepy. <laughs> he was re- he's always really good at that, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, but there was like a standout shot that I, there's this one shot. So to set the scene, uh, Julie goes to have dinner. They're revealing their relationship to his daughter. The daughter walks in, she's wearing, uh, her mother's dress Mm -hmm. and she's all made up and she's, she's been drinking. So the the psychiatrist and the, and, and the daughter start having a fight, an argument. And he, she strips tears off the dress. Like, oh, you're trying to get rid of my mother. Tears off her dress so that she's, she's half naked. And mm-hmm. he chases after her, and as he's wrestling with her because she's going to hurt herself or hurt them, smash cut to uh, Doug just, just just painting the walls with... 
Yes, that was a real random. Like it was jump. a real jarring cut, but it made me like laugh out loud. Despite the time constraints and budget constraints, it was a pretty well put together movie. There's no real editing problems with it. It's just like it's, a cut like that. It's just that the the issue with the movie is the script. Obviously, it had to be the script. Like the, the director seemed competent, the actors seemed competent. It needed it was more just, time to cook. It it yeah, it just the plot was very weak. It just, it just mm-hmm. didn't work overall. So right. okay, so that's the end of that film. So what's up next, Randy? Uh, so uh, start episode two, we'll be watching the nineteen eighty Charles Griffith classic, Doctor Heckle and Mister Hyde, a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde parody. Okay, that should be entertaining. And that's it for this episode. So we'll see you guys next time. We're the Cannon Cruisers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Keep cruising that catalog. We're Canon Films, and we're Dynamite.